everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a great day. Today we're going to be talking about Vicious Spirits by Cat Joe. This is the sequel to Wicked Fox. Um, and I have to say I was really, really happy with it. Uh, if you listened to my review of Wicked Fox, you already know that I pretty much adored that book. I thought it was really well written. I do love the Korean folklore and how it's done in that novel and you know what it can show continues that in this new novel uh, by really expanding upon the characters you know the first no uh, first novel really only focused on Myung and Jihoon and you know their lives and you know their their kind of their baggage um, and kind of the pain of it all. Uh, this novel kind of expands its scope. We still see Myung's perspective from time to time um, and Jihoon's perspective, but their perspectives are very limited because the story uh, is more about um, Sumin and Juno. Juno is the Dokabi, he, uh, which is pretty much just a Korean goblin, um, but he's a specific type of goblin, so he's you know, handsome looking. And I have to say, um, I liked how it was done. You know, I do like how they were expanded upon how their personalities were given uh, more life to them. I thought they were very well done. And the reason being is, you got to see more of them, like I already said. We only understood their relationship with uh, the characters in the first novel, for the most part, you know. Sumin is Jihoon's childhood friend. She's been with him through everything. They have similar yet separate, ex you know, experiences. Uh, moms were best friends, who both got... Uh, you know, pregnant in high school and with their boyfriends, one of them, you know, Sumin had a healthier childhood, you know, her parents were always arguing, they genuinely loved each other, whereas Jihoon, um, I mean, on the, on the day that Sumin's dad was buried for, uh, because he passed away from cancer, his dad was arrested. So, you know, they both have very different different childhoods but they're but uh, a lot of resemblances it's kind of like you know a mirror world reflection of this is what my life could have been like if this were the circumstances and I really like that because really you got to see um, Suman as a character she puts away most of her feelings she, she packages away most of everything that she feels because she thinks she needs to protect the people around them. She thinks she needs to protect her mother. She thinks she needs to protect um, Jihoon. And I think this is something that I was able to resonate with because she's the adult in the relationship between her and her mother. Uh, and I think that kind of happens sometimes when um, parents have kids at a young age, uh, you know, it's very similar with my relationship with my own mother, which is probably why I was able to connect to it. Um, 
because my mother <laughs> definitely suffers from Peter Pan syndrome and I tell her this all the time and we joke about it you know she calls me mom so me and my mom have a very um good relationship not saying it's perfect we do have our uh outburst because we both kind of do what Sumin does we just kind of keep everything bottled up and I think with Sumin uh, I was able to really connect with her because I was able to relate to her a lot she really is a strong character she really is um quite formidable because she just keeps everything locked inside and I loved this exploration of her inner thoughts of her feelings of her outlook at life how she just doesn't let herself feel as much on the outside so that she can put everyone's other feelings first and I like Juno because he says it's okay to put yourself first you know and he's right it is definitely okay to put yourself first you know you should never neglect your own health or your own feelings because it just leads to a lot of negative energy um, you know people can sense it that you're keeping something bottled in. and I think we we get to see that a lot in, in this story uh, with the exploration of Sumin's relationship with Jihoon and how Mi-young kind of reflects uh, some of what Sumin is feeling so I really do think that this novel is really good because it really does explore uh, these characters from the first novel it gives them more depth it really highlights the powerful relationship between the characters and it really does make a thought-provoking novel uh, as for Juno you know the same can be said for him he he has such a, a powerful past he has such a um you know i love this first i want to say i love these series so much that for my birthday i always buy myself something i bought myself um and genuine obsidian rainbow nine-tailed fox charm um for protection <laughs> um yeah I'm one of those people but that's how much I really liked this story that I went out and bought something that reminded me of it so that I can carry it with me at all all, all the time I think you know with Juno back on topic um I think it was well done you know I do think the story was well done in regards to him because we really do get to understand him a little bit more you know in the first novel he kind of just seems like this self-serving kind of prick I mean you do get to see moments in the first novel where he is um, compassionate or has empathy but this novel really explores who he is and his outlook at life and why he is the way that he is and I, I enjoyed that a lot. You know, it did give him a lot of depth. He has so much in depth. And a lot of the depth stems from loss. It stems from pain, you know. And I think it has left him scarred. You know, he's been alive for so long. And, and this wasn't even his choice to be what he is now. He was just, he was just a boy in love with a girl. And... The fact that that's kind of, you know, it's changed a little bit 
how he views the world now. Sorry, I had to take a sip from my cup of coffee. Um, I really liked him way more in this book than I did in, in the previous novel. And I thought it was captivating. I thought it was captivating how Cho, you know, much like with the first book, there are inserts, you know, there are these segments that break up the story without ruining the pacing uh, to give a little history on uh, Korean folklore and um, Gumiho. And in this one, you have those little inserts. And what I love about these inf inserts is they give history, you know. They're breaking up the story, but they're not disrupting the pacing of it. You know, Cho is able to keep up her momentum. She lures you in by highlighting uh, something important. And these these little inserts that break up the story, they're very thoughtful. They're very concise. They're only a few paragraphs, a page at most, page and a half. Um, and the inserts here give they they delve more into Juno's past. They delve more into his into the um, folklore surrounding Dokabi, and I really hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, and I thought it was I thought it was well done. I thought it was definitely well constructed because. Like I said, ah, uh, sorry, coffee. Like I said, she's not disrupting <coughs> the pacing of the story. She really is giving the reader a lot of insightful tidbits of her culture, of, of uh, Korean culture. And I enjoy that a lot. I really did. You know, I really, I really do think this is a, a great sequel. Um, it carries on the story. It closes a lot of loose ends. And it leaves the reader with a sense of hope for these characters because there's so much that has happened between these two books. Uh, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of sadness, a lot of grief. But now we get to see them kind of move on from everything that's happened. You know, there's this idea that, like, we can put all of this behind us now and we can move forward with our lives. And I like that kind of sentiment at the end of the novel, this, that feeling that it gives the reader. I really do think it was thoughtful. And you know what? I loved it, ultimately. I did love it. I did think it was a good story. Um, so, you know, this was Vicious Spirits by Cat Cho. I'm going to go ahead and give it four stars. You can purchase the book on bookshop.org. I highly recommend bookshop.org because the percentage of all proceeds do go to supporting local booksellers. And if money is too tight for you, which, you know, for a lot of us it is, myself included, I recommend checking out the book from your local library. Libraries are a great resource for the community and definitely deserve our support. And I hope you will support me by liking my podcast and 
subscribing to it. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.